You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Back into the field of play. Short drop out by Cameron and Everton. Oh, it goes Gaia! gets it! Racing Yeah, the first time the fortunately well, we then, couldn't see that yeah, New South Wales Early. Rugby League <laughs> Premiership went to the uh, the base of the Blue Mountains, and last night we spoke to the captain of the 2003 Grand Final winning side for the Panthers, Craig Gable. Tonight, it was their uh, inaugural captain in their first Premiership in 1991. That is, of course, Greg Alexander, one of the great analysts of the game. You can hear him each morning with Vossie and Brandy on SEN. How are you, Brandy? Good, Satsy. G'day, Badge. Hey, mate. Now, um, still involved at the club. Badge, I mean, uh, Brandy on the board. Do you still get nervous around the outcome of your club that you have served so proudly as a player? Yeah, absolutely. Sats, I'm, 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 I think I'm more nervous now than I was when I played. I, like, I, I didn't really get that nervous when I played, but um, I'm a bad spectator, and I'm <laughs> more, I'm the, the, the pessimist too. I'm, I just look at all the things that could go wrong, and um, yeah, I. I you know, I, I worked last year. Of course, the last year's grand final was up in, in Queensland. Mm. So, you know, we didn't get to go to it. Um, and I paced, I worked. I was on the panel and I couldn't sit still. Yeah, it was it was hard to watch. It's hard to watch. Now, this Penrith Panthers side in 2022 compared to last year's winning side, no Burton this year, Tungwall's been great. Are they coming into this grand final in better shape than they were last year, Brandy, do you think? Well, physically they are sats. Remember, they were busted last mm. year. Nathan Cleary played with the the one arm um, and and sort of strapped up, but was uh, a long way from a hundred percent fit. That arm was just hanging. Uh, Dylan Edwards had a moon boot on mm. until kickoff day. Didn't do any training, um, so physically they're in better shape. Um, and yeah, I, I you know if I if I had to compare the years, I think this year's but been an even better the year than what last year was um so physically they're they're ready to go after resting um you know getting the, the week off and then um you know resting prior um to this to the final series starting so hopefully you know hopefully they're they're ready mentally as well well and and given they were in the grand final the year before as well this is their third in a row brandy uh, so much more confident, I imagine this team. If, if if you're looking, if you're looking to say, are they a, are they a better side? Would you say, in that regard, they they would kind of have to be, given that they were successful last year. Yeah, I think just another year under their belt. That's you know, just uh, badge, just just um, you know, because they they are still a relatively young side, and I, you know, every year you play, you you feel better the following year, and especially if you have a successful year the, the year before. So yeah, I, I think it. it I think it, that just their approach to the game, you know, they, they feel more confident in what they're doing, um, more belief in what they're doing. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say that they would be the primary reasons why they're, they're a better side. 
Mm. And, and you're heavily involved with the club still. Um, four years ago, yeah. you know, or when whenever the plan came in place, maybe a few years before that, did you did you think was this part of it? Did you think they'd make three straight grand finals? Is was it? Has it always been about that? Um, you know, success at the end of the year. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, you know, if you if you sort of went back five years, you know, and, and looked at 2017, 2018, um, you know, they were they were pretty good years under Hook, um, and they were around that mark. They were certainly, you know, finalists. Um, I, I, I don't know if anyone would ever perceive though that you know you'd you'd have the success that they've had. Uh, over the last three years, you know, 2020 when they lost to Melbourne in that grand final, uh, which was, again was a COVID-affected uh, season. But uh, you know, 2020 coming into the grand final, they won 17 in a row. So yeah. I don't think you, you could ever see that. And then last year was such a, a disjointed year where everyone moved to Queensland and no one really knew what to expect. And the side, you know, everyone thought, well, the side that handles the living away from home situation the best. You might end up winning the comp, and that seemed to be the case. But you know, I, I think you, you know, you've got high hopes that the teams, you know, the players that you bring to the club and the juniors that are coming through, you know, will make them a better side, and you, you hope for some success. But I, I don't think you could ever, especially in the NRL era, I don't, I don't think you ever think that you can, you know, have the success that they've had. Third straight grand final, looking to go back to back. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a, a a pretty good ride over the last couple of years, oh, yeah. but they you know they still need to win Sunday. Now, Brandy, what is it about Parramatta? There is something about Parramatta that seems to unsettle Penrith out of most of the sides in the competition. Can you put your finger on it? Uh, no, not really, Sats. I, I I don't know why. All all I can say about Parramatta is, and and I've I've done so many Parramatta games this year and walked away. Yeah. And even said through commentary that I, I don't think I've seen a side play the sort of footy um, that they've played through the year. And they have been inconsistent, but that means very little at the moment. Certainly means nothing now after you know the the two wins that got them into the grand final. Um, you know, when you just look at their side, I don't know what it is and why they are able to have the wood on Penrith in those two games, but uh, there's so much strike, and they're even though. You know, this is their first grand final for for most of them. There's a couple that have played grand finals with other clubs, but uh, they're a very experienced side. And, you know, they've got a great middle. Uh, the dummy half's smart. They've got two good halves. Dylan Brown's the, you know, I think, you know, when you compare what Dylan Brown's done in his first three years in first grade mm. to this year, it's, it, you know, it's stark. The difference is stark. Like, he's he's one of the best players in the comp now, and he hasn't been. There's been that potential, but we've we've realised that potential this year with Dylan Brown. Uh, Mitch Moses is a great player. Gutherson's terrific at the back and very similar, plays a similar game to Dylan Edwards. And they've got, you know, wingers that can finish. So And, and back rowers that are, are in great form. And, and through the year, and especially late in the year, I remember doing a game... Uh, it was the Roosters, the Eels at Combank Stadium. And the Eels, their first 40, minute, 40 minutes still is, I think, still the best footy I've seen live this year. 40 minutes, I think they led 26-6 at halftime. They blew the Roosters off the field. Uh, they've just got that ability because they've got the individuals in the side to do it. Um, and I think their offloads, while you know it's not crucial, but when they do get on top of sides and they offload the ball, it just increases the pressure on the defensive line and, well, you can't handle it if they get their own way. Mm. 
You've had the Panthers have had some big rivalries over the years. You know, back with in our day, Brandy, with the Raiders, and then of course the last few years with the Melbourne Storm and Tigers. And Tigers, yeah. Yep. Is Parramatta though? Is yep. this is this your biggest, your greatest rivalry? Is it still the one that the fans uh, desperately want to see? You, you do your best in. Yeah, I, I reckon Bads. You know, geographical neighbours. You know, it, and and of course, you know, Para were in the comp twenty years before Penrith came into the comp. Um, you know, and Para had that golden run through the eighties. So, um, you know, and we were just finding our feet in the eighties uh, after you know, sort of battling no semi-finals for the Panthers until nineteen eighty-five. And we actually played Para in our first semi-final. Uh, we, you know, we qualified through a, a, a playoff midweek playoff against the Seagulls in '85 and beat them in a tight game. And then, uh, and we met Para on the Saturday and uh, and got trounced. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's always and it's always been big brother, little brother because we we hadn't had any success. But that's changed over the years, and certainly over the last decade, it, it has. Um, but that's yeah, that's that's Penrith's big biggest rival for sure. Brandy, I was I was reminding Badge and the listeners uh, early on in the week that, and I don't know whether you can recall it, it was your last year of of playing rugby league in your your very long career in 1999 that there was there was a I suppose discussions there were deep discussions about both Parramatta mm. and Penrith merging for the 2000 season. Can you recall that? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. No, and it. It was sort of, uh, you know, South Sydney, um, South Sydney lost their spot in the competition. Mm. Um, uh, the Bears, I can't remember exactly what happened with the Bears, but the Bears were, you know, they were gone too. Um, and there was talk of merging Penrith and Parramatta. Um, in, in the end, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's that was one of the reasons why I ended up running for the board, which was in 2003. Um, so, so it's still, there was still plenty of chat around, around it back then. So, you know, even after 99, but on into the early two thousands, um, you know, ended up not happening. And really, I, I don't know how much traction it gained and how serious the chat was. Um, but, yeah, thank God it didn't happen. Mm. Uh, well, I, I don't think anyone was going to let it happen. But yeah, there was there was definite there was definitely some talk about it. Yeah, and and, and you know it all all sort of adds up to this huge huge event coming up on Sunday, Brandy. Um, now it's it's going to be weather affected. Uh, hey, and, and it looks like it's going to hang around. Is that who, who gets affected most negatively by that? Either side. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who it, who it, if, whether it would favour anyone. You always think of kicking games uh, yep. in the wet, um, and both are you know both Nathan and and Mitch have got great kicking games. So I don't know if it r- really would favour one or the other. There there seems to have been we've had a we've had a pretty wet year. Like I, I don't think the boys. I don't think a wet weather game would be any shock to them. So I I'm pretty sure they could both handle it, and it'd be hard to sort of you know pick who it would favour. Uh, and you know, even in wet weather footy this year, we've seen some terrific footy. I, I don't think that'll stop any sort of ball movement, um, you know, unless it's you know torrential. But uh, I think both teams have played another uh, enough wet weather footy this year to be able to get their heads around it. I, I I tend to think around who likes to maybe play a bit riskier, take a few more, ri- and that's probably Para. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think the Panthers can be, you know, as conservative as they need to be, and uh, yeah, they'll they'll be really hard, really. 
really hard to beat if it's wet. I think even more so. Yeah, probably with, is. Bad. Yeah, Badge. Yeah, I, I guess that would that might affect the uh, you know the offloading ability of the eels um, because they probably do like to push the ball a little bit more than than Penrith. Mm. Hey, Brandy, can you um, truth or myth? I was telling this story the other night, and I don't know. It's only coming out of the mouth of MG, so your brother-in-law mm. could could be anything. But <laughs> 1990, first grand final for Panthers, uh, night before the grand final against the Raiders. Players were celebrating like you'd already won the grand final. Gus walks in and makes a statement, words to the effect, you've already lost the grand final. True or myth? Well, well, well it's sort of true, but not. it wasn't It wasn't the night before. It was, it was the night before the grand final breakfast, okay. which was... I think the grand final breakfast was on a Wednesday morning, an early Wednesday morning, and uh, and we all used to go to go up to the pub uh, after training on the Tuesday because it was early week. You know, it wasn't um, you know game game was on Sunday, so uh, we thought, well, what, why would we change our routine if we all had a beer on a Tuesday afternoon after training? Um, why change anything? Um, yeah, we're in town. We don't get to go to town very often. We're staying in <laughs> Sydney, so. We thought we we thought we'd have a few beers, um, <laughs> which sort of turned into a little bit more than a few, and it probably went a little bit later than. But everyone was, you know, in control, and nothing was uh, too outlandish. But yes, Gus did walk in at sort of two o'clock, and there was folks hiding behind curtains, <laughs> and um, you know, I can't I can't remember whose I can't remember whose room we're in, but we were we were. We we're putting the bill on Donny Feltus's room, our uh, our CEO at the time. <laughs> of course, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Gus, Gus, Gus ran us pretty hard the next morning. We went down to the grand final breakfast. Had you know, was all good. And then uh, Gus said, "I'm going to run it out of you this afternoon." So we we had a pretty hard session on the Wednesday afternoon after the the grand final breakfast. So it's there's there's some truth to MG's story. Yeah. <laughs> not quite, not quite. Hey, uh, Brandy, have you been at training yeah. this week? Well, why change your routine? Exactly, yeah, yeah, I know, exactly, I know. Greg. Uh, yeah, have you been? Yeah, have you... No, I haven't. No, I, I haven't been to training this week. It's been it's been a busy week, and um, uh, I'm heading out there tomorrow. We're, we've got a uh, we've got a grand final lunch, and Sats is going to be there too. So can't wait. Are you uh, expecting? I'll, I'll get to have a yarn with Sats. Yeah. Are you guys expecting and to I'll, see? I'll at... watch some training tomorrow. Yeah. Well, are you expecting to see Nathan uh, Cleary putting up? Floaters and all sorts of different bombs at training. Um, well, he'll he'll practice after training. Uh, yeah, he, he'll and he and he does every training session. He'll work on whatever kicks that he's going to put into the game. So I'm sure if we uh, if we stick around long enough, um, we'll we'll get to see Nathan. You know, do his go through his routine of uh, both his goal kicking and his his general general play kicking, which he does. Yeah, which he does after just about every training session. So um, it'll be a big part of the game. The, the kicking game will be will be crucial. Brandy, you know, you're one of the great tactical kickers as well. You know, the variety of kicks that he's got is is, is amazing. W- would you test if you if you were Nathan Cleary? Would you just test Wonga Blake early? Just throw one up to him just to see how his confidence is straight away. Well, I think you'd have to, Sats, wouldn't yeah. you? Like you've you've got to. Um, and I can't believe the Cowboys didn't do it more often yeah. after they did the same thing. Um, I thought Gutho, Gutho handled things a little bit differently uh, after that first drop from Wanga because the next bomb that they put up to that side, Gutho caught the ball. So he was obviously um, just – he moved himself to the right-hand side of the field just so he could he could get there if, you know, if possible. So – uh, I, I, I don't think it matters. I, you know, you'd certainly test Wonga out, but you'd, 
you know, it doesn't matter who's on the wing with those kicks. If he strikes it how he wants to, um, it doesn't matter whether they kick to Wunga or kick to, to Micah and, and, and maybe make Wunga feel, feel good for a while, kick Micah for a few times and then, uh, then put one up to Wunga. Mm. I, I think you, 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 you've got to, and I'm sure that will be part of the plan. Now, before we let you go, I, I wish we had a video on Badge because I don't know whether this is this was set up or not because oh, Badge is squirming his seats, his seat, Brandy. While we're doing this interview with you, the 1991 grand final replay is actually on the big can screen. We, actually, can we get off because <laughs> we're at the studio. moment it's, it's early in the second half and we're actually leading. I don't want to watch any more of it. <laughs> You guys have just saved about seven tries in that first half. Unbelievable defence by the Panthers. Unbelievable. Uh, so was that was that was that ninety or ninety one? Ninety one. Are you watching? Uh, ninety one. Ninety one. When you yeah, won, well, yeah. You, you blokes did some try. You you did some try saving of yourselves in in the second half. My God, like that's the, the second half of that game. I. I don't know how many play the balls you had in our half, I, and it wouldn't have been many. No, there would it, it, it wouldn't have been many at all. Whoever had, had no, tickets like at the it, southern it end, just, at the southern end of the, the ground, they got their value for money because that that end got was got, attacked by yeah. us in the first half, and you guys non-stop in the second. That's right, that's right, and I, I, I do remember Mal coming up with a couple of, like when Mal Mal pulled off two tackles in that second half. Badge, and it almost made me think, well, we're not meant to win today. Greg Barwick was in the motion of scoring the try, and Mal grabbed him like he was a seven-year-old boy and just pulled him back into the field of play, just just sort of reached down. And and he did the same thing with Brad Izzard. Now, now Wiz was no, mm. he was no shrinking violet, Wiz. Like, he was, you know, he was close to 100 kilos, but Mal sort of, Mal ragdolled him back into the field of play to save a try, and I thought, oh, like we just—it's—it's it's not meant to be. I, you know, we just kept chipping away at your line, but boy, you did your—you did your best to hold us out. And it was only, you know, the short drop kick that that split the difference. Actually, yeah, we're just no, seeing. I still don't feel any better about Brandy. It. We're just watching right now on the screen. <laughs> it's a bit where Canberra dropped no, the ball tackle too, <laughs> and uh, Colin <laughs> Vanderbilt picks it up and gives it to. Mm. Um, who did you give it Your to? Right him? winger. Yeah, who was the right winger that day? Um, and and Martin Weeks comes on with the flag uh, Paul on. Paul Smith or yeah. Graham Mackay? No, it's Paul Smith and Gra- and and Martin Weeks oh, comes on was, with the. That was that that was that was the most ridiculous um, callback of a try. Which which in the well, MG got sinned. Yep. In yeah, he that, was going to punch someone. Lost it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he was. I thought he might have punched Martin Weeks, but <laughs> he he didn't. But he, I think he wanted to. Yeah. Oh, anyway, um, good times. Yeah, that was that was a try that was um, yeah, disallowed. Yeah, well, I hope, it, hope this game's All just good. as exciting as that one was because it was a, it was a massive uh, game way back in the day. Yeah, it was. Hey, Brandy, thanks for taking time out to, to join us on Sports yeah. Day, and uh, can't wait to catch up with you tomorrow. And um, and also, uh, hope everything goes well for you on Sunday. Good on you, boys. Great to talk. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast with Badge and Sats on Sports Day. If you get the chance at any stage to listen to the show live, make sure you tune in. Each and every night, Monday to Thursday, 6pm. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.